Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. That took me a second. <laughs> you can just edit that pause out later. Crazy echo from the other end. So what's your loyalty sports show? Oh, I thought this chick was with this old guy. Uh, <laughs> those two are a top over. Uh, he just owns the Dolphins. Who are they? That's Tannehill's wife and the Dolphins are going on today. Hey now. Lauren is here as always to take your call. Uh, the executive producer Lauren will be taking your calls at 888-787-4827 or at the text line. Text line. Oh, 773-559-5189. But the text line is charging right now. Oh, the, the text line It'll be right in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Gretzky's daughter. Wayne Gretzky, hockey legend, his daughter. Wow. She's dating a golfer, which is just dumb. If you're listening on podcast, thank you so much. Uh, iTunes and Stitcher, as always, you can search for us there. Larger and Lawrence. And tonight, a couple of special guests right here at the show, because it is Wednesday night at 8.30. We record this show every single Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. He's Al Larger. I'm Mark Tonight, with us. What does that mean? Is there, is there a meaning to that? Or is the name you picked out of the phone book? Yeah. No, uh, Boudin is a uh, on my family friend's uh, motto. Pronounce his name, spelled a little differently, but it just means steadfast. So, okay. Uh, okay. You know, stand up and fight. And stand up and fight. So Cliff Hagerman from Bodan. Bodan. Bodan Jiu-Jitsu. He's right here with Depends on how far south you are. You can find him right there at at Bodan Jiu-Jitsu on Twitter. Um, and also calling in here shortly, Cole Miller from American Top Team. You have seen fighter Cole Miller? Calling from, from Georgia tonight? Or? No, he's calling from uh, Florida. Florida. Oh, beautiful, beautiful place to retire. He hates it. Yeah. That's what he tells me, yeah. Give him 60 years, he'll be all right. He's going right. to love it. He's yeah, gonna, he's going to love it. Oh, what an ugly person. Jesus. Retired. How's the Evan Williams tonight? Yeah. Look at this face. It's a good year for Evan. Yeah. Poor so Cole guy. Miller's with us, American Top Team. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, UFC 167 tonight with Cliff, that's for sure. Uh, and I, I'm sure Cole will want to weigh in a little bit about it as well. Yeah, definitely. With the ongoings on with him. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's been getting a lot of press lately because of his uh, take on the judges, um, the judging yeah. situation in the UFC. So he was just, uh, his la- uh, well, uh, two fights ago he was on the wrong end of one of those decisions. And uh, so I know he feels pretty personal. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to him about it. I know he had the, uh, he, he was contesting it. And yeah. And I, I know the rulings come yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it on his website, uh, like Cole Miller 
MMA.com. Yep. We'll get that from him, yeah. But uh, let's go ahead and start the show. I'll hand it over to my partner. Uh, it's Bears win week. It's a week after a Bears win. Here he is, my partner, Al Larcher. Well, thank you, Clark Lawrence, and it's an honor to be here tonight on this rainy day in Chicago, Illinois, the city of wind, where the Chicago Bears once again get a win with a backup quarterback, and all of a sudden the city thinks we should just fire Jay Cutler and stick with the backup. It's done. He's, he's out of here. It is. They, they've elected him yep. into the Hall of Fame. One, what, two, three weeks uh, after yeah. Cutler gets hurt? Here uh, near the end of the live show, we're actually going to be welcoming callers in. Uh, it's your choice. Cutler or McCown, who do you want to be the quarterback? You call us and you tell us uh, why we're wrong with, our, with what we'd like to with what, what we have to say on that. Uh, Tressman's also getting a lot of flack. Um, wondering about those timeouts oh, at please. the end of regulation. Did okay. you hear his speech? Yes. The man's a genius. That Monday speech. That's the thing about Mark Tressman. If you watched the Bill Belichick interview, did you catch any of that after, no. the, after the controversial end of the game? No. Speaking of bad decisions. He questions to him, and he didn't give a single answer. Yeah. Tressman's the opposite no. of Belichick, and he explains everything down to the last detail. You ask him a simple question, you get 15 minutes of <laughs> That's answer. Exactly That's exactly it. I still trust in the guy. I think he makes a couple of game decisions uh, are a little, uh, you know, suspect. I think he's I think genius. I don't think he's made a bad decision yet. Yeah, last week there were there were a couple a couple calls. The the going for it, the two point conversion thing was a little little rough. But this week you got to trust in him. When he brought it down to percentages, mm-hmm. percentages, pre- percentages, Al. Yeah. When he put it down to that, like listen, even from the fifteen yard line, there's still only this percent to win. Right. When they start their drive at their own, I, I believe within was, the five yard line. Right. Their percentage like, is fifteen percent to score. So I'm just going to let the clock play out. Right. Because percentages tell me they're not going to score anyway. He's a statistical nerd in, in an age where that is becoming the norm. All sports, they're, they're, the science, because of technology, the science of sport has become so intense in every single aspect. I mean, baseball's yeah. all uh, the, the analytics and the, the uh, what, what do they call them in baseball? Uh, the, the numbers. The Billy on. Bean system. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And sabermetrics. Right? Sabermetrics, baseball, sports, yeah. in football you have analytics. Uh, I'm, I'm sure fighting's even broken down on computers and strategies. Yeah, there's got to be percentages in all of it. Based right? in what, yeah. what, where, where and when to go. Right. You, you know what's a bad idea, though? That's Skiing. Bad. Skiing. You see this Lindsey Vaughn? Oh, yeah, she's hurt. Yeah, she's, she's, like, she's like a hot chick who skis, so that's like, like why people know her. They're worried that people won't watch the uh, next Winter Olympics. No, I'm done. I, was, yeah. I, was, I had my TiVo set. To watch every game of the Winter Olympics, but now that every Lindsay game, Vaughn, all the games, uh, what's that? Uh, shuffleboard? No, what's what's the big type? Curling. 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 You're not even going to tune in for curling. No. Bobsled? Not if Lindsey Vaughn's not skiing. Hockey could be fun again. It was fun. It was fun the last time. Four years ago, I had a good time with hockey. Uh, USA and Canada. Yeah, I went to I went to my new bar last night, O'Donnell's. Yeah, we moved you in. Yeah, we, we got to uh, talk about that. Patrick and I showed up uh, early in the morning. What was it, about 6.30, 7 o'clock? Yeah, you guys were only 15, 20 minutes late. Not bad. No. Not bad. I Thankfully, mean, the movers were right on time. That's the last trip we have to make out there. And, th- I mean, what the movers just sat around pretty much. Yeah. You, you put Patrick and I to work. You guys over. were doing all the lifting. Paid the, labor. The three Polish fellows, they did nothing. No, if I had to be honest about this move. I thought that I had one of the easiest moves of all time a couple of years ago, Lauren and I, when we moved into our apartment mm-hmm. over there, you know, kind of just right near the studio. Yeah. Yeah. When we moved in there, um, it was quick and smooth. But I'll tell you what, I think I made four trips total, and nothing weighed more than 10 pounds. No, five pounds. Yeah. It was 
the easiest move I've ever had. Yeah, yeah well, the lesson learned, just hire people. And I like Go on Craigslist. If you're looking for sex or movers, yeah. Craigslist gets my recommendation. Those there you go. You heard it here first. Highly recommend. Yeah. I, I, that, that's uh, good. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, when we walk by the bar, uh, literally two, two doors down from your place. I mean, you, can you go in the back door, too? Well, my, yes. Do you prefer the back door? My back door goes right to the parking lot of the bar. And then I go into their back door. So you don't have to see anybody. Else. No, I went there yesterday in my shorts and uh, sandals. Back in Kirkland, you always parked in the back of the farmer's and not out yeah. front. Well, same thing there. Locals yeah. always park in the back of the bar. I, I will say this. I didn't go in like you. you. You probably have a little more to report on the bar and maybe even a name of this place. But uh, walking by, I did notice the Bush Diesel on draft. Yeah. Any place with Bush Diesel on draft, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Top shelf. It's, uh, it's a nice bar. It's called O'Donnell's. And uh, they they have pizzas there. They got frozen pizza. Yeah. And they got booze, and uh, they got TVs. I watched. I went there yesterday. Had a couple jacks. Yeah. I watched. Uh, I watched that kid play some basketball. Pizza. Overpriced pizza. Yes. Underpriced way overpriced. Jack. Yeah. Like, real good price. He said four bucks for a rock streak. Right. Yeah. Boom. Um. Yeah. I watched that kid play in college. Smart. Yeah. Wow. What a stud. Smart. Yeah. For uh, for the uh, Kentucky. Yeah. The yeah kid's yeah, a beast. Kentucky. And then I was watching the... Uh, <laughs> you right over there? There's water right there. <laughs> Whiskey in the other hand. Um, yep, you're good. I was watching uh, the Blackhawks get their asses kicked by the Yeah, Avalanche. they had it handed to them. Yep. Oh, dude, I, I wish I could have come out last Can night. they smoke dope in uh, hockey? A, I mean, can they or do they? Well, like basketball, it, you can. Like, you legally can smoke pot in basketball. Pretty much. Football, too. I, no, not football. We could really talk about uh, that Diaz brother here if, if we wanted to get into that again. Actually, the last time you were here, the last time Cole was in studio, Cliff, we, we kind of touched up on that basis, if I recall, right? Jeez, did we? So you're wondering hockey, smoking dope. They're losing teeth. They are losing I th- teeth. I think you can smoke some You dope. should be, and they're Canadian. How, what is Canada's stance on weed? No, it's got to be free. Thank you. <laughs> they just walked up. It's handed hey! out. It's like health care up there, you know? <laughs> it's free. <laughs> Everything's free in Canada. I no, I, I heard an uh, man. I don't remember where I where I heard this, but uh, regarding the NFL and, and marijuana, I heard that it like it's not it's 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 not legal, but they look over it, right? Like like they don't they don't test for it. They test once near the beginning of the season, right? Somewhere, and everyone knows when that's coming up. And I don't remember who said this, but he's like, look, you know, in my my opinion is these guys are broken down, they're beat down, you know what I mean? And yeah, if they want to do that a little bit and let them do it. That's kind of what it is. They're saying, we know that you are risking, you know, the rest of your life. Doing literally it. your life. Yeah, right. you're, risking you're your literally life. risking your life now, and that's been proven. So basketball, yeah. basketball, they negotiate in their contract where they can. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah they do, it's not in the drug test. Wow. So yeah. you can, if you play basketball, you can smoke dope. I, uh, hockey, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a mystery. The world's a mystery. What I think in all sports, it should come down to, is this a performance enhancer? Is yeah. it not? Right. You know, right, and even then the lines get a little blurred. You know, like maybe professional pool, you might not, you might outlaw weed because that's it would help. But yeah. anything else? Well, Tiger Woods, you know, Tiger Woods got the LASIK surgery, right? Yeah, is that? I mean, that's he, he has unnatural eyesight. I've Isn't had the that LASIK. a per- performance enhancer. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you? I mean, I don't know. Well, no, yeah. where's Wait, the line? Yeah, where, where yeah, that's a, that's a great ethical question because. Well, if you can get your knees redone into, like, super knees. Sure. You know, and uh, actually, I, I, heard, I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and he right. was talking about uh, um, the advancements in science and stuff like that. And yeah. pretty soon you're going to have genetic modifications from birth. So, like, you could gen- genetically engineer a baby to have higher testosterone levels, you yeah. know? And, again, like, 
where do you draw the line, you know? Yeah. Dude, L. Fred Ferdinand Larcher the fourth is going to yeah. be ge- – I'm going to have that kid genetically Oh, I would pay for that in a second. <laughs> let's, Worth every Let's day. get to work on that. <laughs> let's go. We get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the kid. Are you gonna Cliff, I need you to train him to any three. geneticists. We need geneticists. He's going to start going to Cliff's school at three? Yeah, at three. At Cliff's going to start training. You tra- can probably start early. They start kids swimming in about six months, right? <laughs> We're going to take the, the fat gene out. That's the first thing that's going to alter. You know, you can't start them pretty young. I work with my daughter on some basic jiu-jitsu, my three-year-old, yeah. yeah. And it's just like positional stuff. She thinks we're playing, you know, but her, her yeah, goal yeah, is yeah. to get out of my guard, yeah. you know, and, and it is. to side control. So you can start them young. Yeah, no, you, you really can. That's pretty good habits early, you know. Yeah. So the fat gene gone. Yeah, that's number one. You, you, you might as well get the eyes. Just, now they, they aren't just born with the band. That's not how that, that works. Is, you get born with the lap band. They <laughs> stick it right in. Now, there's a, ser- a really scary side to that equation because realistically... Adding what, arms? I don't know. Realistically, what would happen... Is this is going to be only for the upper class? Yes, it is. So yes, you is. are going to have uh, even more of a disparity between you know the upper class so and the what? lower class. Why? What? So what? If you want to get so, into so that, we all got to be normal people and they're superhumans. Work hard. Normally, the people who have more money are their intelligence yeah. level is pretty high, right? Sure. Well, so you got to think that the human beings are going to continue to be intelligent. Listen, is yeah, what you're getting. At. Yeah, but, well, yeah, we've talked about that. If <laughs> you're ugly, which got a bad rap. If you're ugly and smart. And you, but you're a doctor and you're making a lot of money, you're going to be banging a hot wife. You know what I mean? So then all of a sudden you're introducing the beauty gene with the brains, next generation, boom. Yeah, but typically speaking, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like nature kind of balances itself out like that, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. like, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but, you know, I have a little bit of athleticism. So, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. like now if the smart guys get to be big and buff, too, then I'm just screwed. And I don't... And, and then there's a reason I why Al and I run a free podcast weekly <laughs> on, on Blog Talk Radio. I didn't get the smart gene or the athletic gene. I just got the you know, talking to a microphone gene. Hey, <laughs> talking to a microphone. You know who talks into a microphone and never sounds good, but okay. is retiring? Dan Deardorff. Yeah, he's done. Announces yeah. he's, he's done. Announcer Dan Deardorff is out. I never liked Dan Deardorff. He, he always sounded like uh, got a, something rammed in when, his mouth. When we were in our heyday of growing up, he was one of the Monday Night Football crew, right? With with uh, Frank Gifford yeah, and Al Michaels. Right. All three of yeah. them were in there. In Frank there. and Al and Dan. Yeah, I remember Hank Jr. Is that your Hank Jr.? Yeah, was, work, on, work on that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. A little bit. So uh, it's the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show you're listening to. We are on Twitter. We are at Larcher Lawrenson. Uh, no and in between it on Twitter because it won't fit. So it's just at Larcher Lawrenson. Uh, I didn't know there our was handle reason. there. Yeah, wow. that's they, yeah they they're putting limits on us. It's 140 characters uh, for your tweets too, Al. You getting into tweeting yet? No, I just I I can't do I it. I want to, man. I mean, it's out there. Doing there, some research people. for the show, I found out that Cliff has a Twitter account. I yeah. think his last tweet was. Mm, about two years ago? Yeah, something like that. Um, Samurai Cliff. Yeah, Samurai Cliff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's even a picture and everything. Like, yeah. You put some time oh, into yeah. it. Yeah, you know what? And uh, and I, I just couldn't figure it out, so <laughs> I dropped it. Now I have one for the Jiu-Jitsu Academy. And you're uh, learning. At you're working Jiu-Jitsu, on it. And I'm working on it. But you know what? Even it's then, tough, right? even then, you know, like uh, I've, had, I've had both my Twitter and Facebook open for, I don't know, a couple months, right, two yeah. months. And, you know, I've got close to 200 followers on facebook i see that yeah but like tw- like 15, 15 or 20 on twitter like i, I don't know you how just, to get you got to figure out that formula uh, how you find your audience first yeah you know and uh i don't know what it is if it's like a 10 percent, you know or like, like what, what you do you know here's no. a tweet code here's a hashtag or something right right, right. Yeah. 
But now and now I'm like getting self conscious because I'm I'm following way more people than are following me. So now it's like, even if I want to see that guy, I'm like, down. no, I'm not gonna follow. Him. I went through and knocked off about about twenty today <laughs> that, that I just we don't use on the Larcher Lawrence yeah. anymore. Uh, because I have the same issue currently. I believe we have right around uh, there's a buck thirty, a buck forty followers, mm-hmm. and we're following four sixty. Those numbers are not good. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Twitter's slaying my ego. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I, being an ego driven guy, like I'm putting like I'm putting genius comments on there. I mean, things brilliant, that brilliant, they should brilliant. probably like put yeah. in the dictionary. Stuff that needs to be read. Right. It, it needs to be yes. introduced to the world. And I get no followers. So I, I don't get it either. Lawrence, here to take your calls at 888-787-4827. If you want to save us some of our toll-free minutes, call us at uh, 347-945-6131. And again, uh, we do have the text line wide open. It's 773, and there's seven more digits. What are they, Al? Uh, oh, hold on. I got a date on OKCupid. I just want to confirm. Yeah. Uh, big date coming up. So are, there are there pictures? Are there pictures? We're going to have to look. Let's see pictures. Yeah, we see right. pictures. Let's yeah. show some pictures. Uh, the text line, 773 773- Five five nine five one eight nine, and and send your nudes. You could just text yeah. straight to me. Text out pictures of who you think he should go on a date with. Uh, Dude, that's totally. This is how we got into a conversation. I'm like, that's the guy yeah. who comes into our bar. Okay. Wait a minute. You're dating the guy? Yeah, no. Yep. Thank you, though. That's who you were hooked oh. up with, I guess. Who's drawn on his face? That's the chick. That's the chick. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, not bad. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Cool. Hey. Uh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm getting there. Hold on. So the large do you have, do you have like a picture of like uh, the lead singer from Maroon Five on your your your, your eHarmony page or something like that? No, no. Yeah, no. Oh, you mean for my picture? Yeah, I would totally be like, I, if 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 I were a single man and I was on eHarmony, I would be deceiving everybody. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Because once they're in, like they've committed to it, they're gonna wait it out well, anyway. They're gonna just, at least sit down through dinner. You should jump just jump on that farmers one and pretend like you're you know what you're doing with farmers. There's a farmers only one that they advertise. No, I just got one. That's what it's actually called, farmers only, Lauren. You, you know the one I really want to get on, like, yeah, ChristianMingle.com. Yeah. I think I could have so much fun on that website. I'm slightly upset that I never did the <laughs> online dating. To be honest. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, just I, like, I missed I, that boat. The weirdness of it, like uh, the new of it, is weird. Oh, it, yeah. it is weird. I'm not trying to say. <laughs> I would be totally into like that scene just because yeah. of the the strange factor. Yeah, I had I, friends who were dating people off of MySpace. It's like, you know, we're into the same band, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah. This Thank is, God you're not Chicago. dating anymore. Yeah, uh, the bill got signed into place. Marriage equality. Yes, right? yes. There you go. We can scam. We can scam everybody if you want. Now, larger. I'll move in with you in your new uh, studio apartment. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. You need some health insurance? No, I'm all right. All right. Well, that's about all I can offer. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <sighs> this is this is what we do. You want to talk some super rugby? Yeah. What's, <laughs> how's, how's rugby going? Well, the Cheetahs are playing the Lions this week. Hey, how about this? Uh, they, had a, they had a football life that I watched today on the NFL Network, and it was about the introduction of the forward pass, the first time that that entered the NFL. Were people's minds just blown? Teddy Roosevelt was involved in making sure that they added this to the game. Now, that was an American right there. I'm watching it. Was? In, in a Did he move? Well, he's dead. A now. Facebook friend of mine from Kirkland, Illinois, plays Teddy Roosevelt. He goes around touring the country playing. Oh, my God. Does that guy get laid? Teddy Roosevelt. Huh? Is he married? Is it Teddy or is it FDR? No, it's Teddy. Well, FDR was the cripple. Uh, Teddy was the cool it's one. It's Teddy. It's Teddy. Yeah. Right. T- Teddy was hunting bears. Yeah. 
So and he goes he goes around as him, and I'm watching a football life, and they show this, you know, you know how they use like actors to play the person throwing a football, and it was my friend Joe Joe Wigand uh, from he, he's formerly of Kirkland, Illinois, oh, playing Teddy Roosevelt on the NFL Network tonight, Larcher. That's awesome. It was Teddy cool. Roosevelt was a badass. He was huh? Teddy Roosevelt he's, was legit. he was in the boxing wrestling. Do you know yeah. he used to invite people over to to, to wrestle? Like he actually invited uh, uh, Japan's yeah. jujitsu champion Teddy did yeah uh, yeah, yeah. To, to, he like wanted him to come to the White House and wrestle total man how man. awesome is that yeah, he was man, one of yeah. the Rough Riders like man it really makes me down on like yeah. the recent yeah the recent line of presidents you know <laughs> yeah. we need we, we well we don't need a Vladimir Putin but somebody of no. the constitute you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Well, what we don't need is Obama. That's what we don't need. Uh, I wasn't going to go there. We man. don't have to jump right in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just I was going to leave it open. Do we have a political show? Uh, Al Archer, you're going to be doing Listen. a... Uh, you're going to have a new show uh, coming up in you January, know what's, right? You know what's funny is Al is, is like a person that I wouldn't think I would relate to on a political level, but we've had conversations. Oh, you guys are probably right we're now. We're pretty we, much yeah, we have com- we've had conversations. Hey, man, I'm, I'm on your side with guns. Uh, I never – there was a long time where I never thought I wanted one. And yeah. I think we should all be okay. Why not? Yeah. So, Listen, we're going to be able to print uh, guns soon with those smart printers. Have you seen that? The 3D printers? The larger and Lawrence and political show. Guys, calling in right now on the Boudin Jiu-Jitsu hotline. Boudin? <laughs> You're ridiculous. Boudin. 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 Cole, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing grand. Thanks for asking. Cole Miller's with us right here from American Top Team. Uh, Cliff Hagerman is here in studio with us. Al Archer's my partner. I'm Clark. Uh, Cole, thanks so much for taking your time to uh, to call in today. No problem. I just finished off doing some jujitsu, actually, so it was it was perfect. Awesome. You and me both, brother. I just finished. Uh, well, I had some ribs. I had some five dollar <laughs> ribs, and that was about it. That's a fight in itself. That is. That's a battle, man. <laughs> me versus the lap band. Cole, I got to tell you, first of all, congratulations on uh, on your big win uh, overseas a couple weeks ago. I saw you the day after, but uh, I think I forgot to congratulate you. So nice, nice work over there. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate bringing it. the W back to America. That's right. Yeah, what, what, uh, what nationality did you beat? Uh, he was an uh, Englishman. And then, and then if, yeah. if I recall right, you, you now uh, have started a you've, – you've restarted the war. What, did we ever go to war with them? What about World War One or something? Or Revolutionary War? Yeah, I was going to say, did, did we ever go to war with them? They're the first people we went to war with. No, like, I, know, I, know, I know we did with the Revolutionary War, but – on World War One, were they on our side, or were they on another side? And they were on our side. Were they? I know World War Two. <laughs> Shit, I, I don't know. I was like, uh, no, no, no. By, by the time we started messing with the rest of the world, they were they were with us, man. They were. <laughs> we we had already beat their ass, and they they right. knew which side they were choosing. We got our respect. Yeah. It was that moment in life yeah. where the, the son beats up their father. And that's it. it's a good moment. That's a terrible moment. Did you ever have that moment with your old man? You know what? I uh, I did have a moment with my father where uh, we like we were wrestling one time and I threw him pretty easily and like slammed him. And then I realized like you know he's getting off. Yeah, like you know, yeah, you, you Georgia boys, you know. What the hell's going on down there? Oh, but he I was feel like everybody goes through that. He's trying to wrestle. He's, he was 50 at least. You know, I don't know. What was that, Cole? 
everybody goes through that. I feel like every, you know, young man in, in any kind of somewhat dysfunctional family has a moment where they, uh, you know, have to put the old man in check and let him know that you're not a boy anymore. Did you have that moment? Oh, yeah. You know, I did. Oh, actually, before, you know what? Like, what's hilarious is uh, Cole's dad, um, I actually have a... You guys go way back. Yeah, I actually, I, I text Cole's dad. We text back and forth every once in a while. <laughs> and uh, he texted me a picture of a of a fight flyer from way back in the day. And, like, me and Cole, my roommate Trey, and his father were all on the same card. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, Cole's actually fought on the same fight card as his father and his brother. Like, his dad... His dad is a is a is a is a tough man, yeah. and uh, he loves to fight. You know, he's he he was a kickboxer, right, Cole? Yeah, he kickboxed back in the day. So, but like he broke. I remember him breaking Cole's arm with a with a kick. Jesus, like uh, yeah. we, like in training. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. Cole's dad has punched me in the face before. I punched him in the face yeah, before. Yeah. Sure, a, you deserve a, that. Hey, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he did that so that way I would I would not train anymore. I think that he did it on purpose. That was his only way to slow you down was to break the arm. Yeah, no, Joke I'm dead serious. All right. That's what scares me is you're serious. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like every, every man has to, you know, let the old man, like, has to check him and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not a little bitch anymore. You know, you know, get my dad on the line. Can we get? Can we call my dad right now? We got let's let's make let's yeah. all like, like look. Let's all call our fathers and set up a fist fight. Like, look, we're going to the octagon tonight, Dad. <laughs> so, look, I I talked to Cole after I watched or before I watched the fights, because um, I did I didn't Saturday get the, night one one sixty. Yeah, yeah, everybody's talking about right now. Yeah, the the, the whole controversy. GSP Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. Um, GSP won the judges' decision. However, Johnny Hendricks is like the people's champ right now, uh, because the vast majority of people say that. Uh, that he beat GSP up. Including you, people in charge, correct? And some of them. You know what's funny? And, uh, Cole, we didn't talk about this, but there's a lot of people that work for the UFC that are saying, hey, look, I had it three rounds to two GSP. Like, I know Kenny Florian said that, and a bunch of, and like a few other UFC fighters. Yeah, but and, you can't say that because Kenny Florian was training at TriStar and used to be teammates with GSP. Excellent point. Excellent point. So do we have, you know, but he's, here's the thing. And you know what? I actually, I actually have wanted to ask you this all day. So Kenny Florian trained at TriStar, trained, trains at, at TriStar with GSP. So he knows GSP. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's friends with GSP. Like if he were, they would, if he were a judge, they would never let him judge the fight because he knows and he's friends with GSP. Right. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Here's my question. So, Kenny Florian, obvious bias towards GSP. And, and GSP is uh, George St. George St. Pierre, yeah. Okay. So, nice job, Al. Thank you. So, these judges obviously are, are doing a terrible job, right? Like, and it seems like it's more blatant than ever. Right. Now, the whole, the whole reason that the UFC can't employ their own judges is because... Commissions. Commissions, right? And the commissions are there to... Well, not just that. It would be extremely uh, corrupt. Well, not saying that it would be corrupt, but the, uh, the room for error of corruption would be so magnanimous. Like, how would it look if a company was hiring judges to judge their fights? 
That, that's not a neutral party. They are paid by the UFC. So I'm not saying the U.S. or the UFC would be inclined to, uh, you know, tell a judge, hey, um, I think that you should give such so and so the nod if it goes the distance. But what I'm saying is, is there is that room for speculation and that room for error if that was the case. Right, but uh, hang on, let me and let me let me ask you this because because here because that's a lot of people's like um, opposition to the UFC hiring their own judges. Now, I had a friend of mine bring up a point. He goes, well, the NFL hires their own officials. That's right. Right? Like, right. however... This, this, this. Okay, go ahead. However, the UFC hires their own officials, right? Do they or do they not? I'm not sure. Like, Mario Yamasaki, all those guys, like, they're... No, all these the guys, that is incorrect. They are... Uh, they, each, each of them applies within um, the state that the UFC is uh, doing a show at. So these guys travel around. Um, with the UFC, I don't mean to say that like, oh, on the same tour bus. What I mean to right. say is, is where these guys are doing events, those referees uh, are applying to get licenses in those states or are already licensed in those states, and that is their job. They are professional referees. I don't right. I don't understand what integrity is being protected by not having your own officials. Well, here's the thing. You know what? Like, let me just play conspiracy theorist for one moment. For one moment, let me play a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, so, yep. if I were a conspiracy theorist, because I did watch the fight, I do think that Johnny Hendricks won the fight. I don't think it was the biggest robbery in the history of the UFC, and as okay. bad as everybody's saying it is. Pretty, pretty bad. Online. I mean, but it was bad. Like, Johnny Hendricks obviously won. Okay. You know what I mean? I think, for me, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm watching a fight, I, I like, like, my first course of judging is I look at both guys at the end of the fight, and I'm like, I try to imagine who I would rather be at that moment. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, holy shit, this guy's got to go to the hospital. This guy's face is swollen up. This guy can't open his eyes. The other guy looks okay. Yeah, like, this, this guy won the fight. The guy with the busted up face lost. Right, right. right? Like, makes, right. Make, makes oh. sense. But here's my thing. So, you can't, like, the, since the UFC can't employ their own judges... And right. But why? That, that, that's okay because of athletic commissions. But don't tell me there isn't corruption within the athletic commission itself. Like, okay, Johnny Hendricks, huge underdog. If he would have won, Vegas would have lost their ass. You know what I mean? Okay. And that was the Las Vegas Athletic Commission. So there's got to be some talk no, about corruption state, there as well. It's a state in Nevada. Well, sorry, sorry, the Nevada Athletic Commission, right. I, I don't understand why you want state politics involved in in the ruling of your business. Well, somebody's running his own business, and he's called Vince McMahon, and that that's well, into okay. WWE. Let me let me tell you something. Everything back back when I was a kid, the WWF was governed by the state athletic board. If you went and saw wrestling, they just no. If you went to see wrestling at the Rosemont Horizon, the guy would come out with a state Illinois thing on, and like, that was if there part was, of the production. No, he they were no, they were like. Hold on, can I can I finish? They, they would hire these guys. These guys were licensed, and it held back the product of the WWF. So finally, Vince McMahon had to say, hey, this is actually not a sport. This is entertainment. And then they were able to do whatever they wanted. Now, I understand that this is a sport, and, and it, it's not fixed. But the NFL, the NBA, any successful organization has their own officials protecting well, their product well, in order to grow right. their sport. Correct. And... and let me shed some perspective. It's the, the fact here is that the teams are 
are uh, are owned by um, other people or, or franchises or companies and not the NFL. So the, NFL does, hire, the, the NFL does hire these officials, but they are they are um, looking at things from a, a neutral perspective. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't be the Jacksonville Jaguars and and hire uh, an umpire or what, whatever you call these okay. people. All right. uh, to, to 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 rule and make calls against the Chicago Bears. I actually that would don't allow the Jacksonville Jaguars to do anything. But okay, but on the same but on the same lines, you wouldn't allow a fighter to hire a referee for his match, but you should be able to trust the body that's trying to promote it to keep in order to gain viewership. I mean, ultimately, if they go ahead and they hire bad officials and there's things going on, people are going to tune out. If they but, protect the product, okay. if they protect their product and they're putting out a good product and they make sure their officials are governed by a, a rule book or, or a set of standards. I, I don't see how that. I mean, I get your point, but it, it's the fire. Who's going to check people. these people? Like, like who's going to check them in case there is corruption? Like, I'm not saying that. Like, the idea here is that having a neutral party, there is less room for corruption. That's the idea, and and that's a that's a pretty a pretty good idea. It, it makes sense to me. And it also makes sense that if the UFC wanted to pay a judge or a ref to give the calls for a certain fighter because that certain fighter um, is their pay-per-view seller, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And to give the calls or give, you know, pay more attention to that fighter than the other fighter so, um, you know, they're able to give a nod for that round for that fighter – that, yeah. could, that could happen because the UFC has a vested interest in their company and how well that product sells, right? Yeah, definitely. The, you know what? The you know NFL what isn't writing. Yeah. A lot of people were ripping Dana White for his post-fight uh, co- comments at the press conference and all that stuff because he was very outspoken. He, he was like, look, uh, Johnny Hendricks won that fight. He, he beat GSP up. And he said he doesn't think he wants to bring fights back to Las to Vegas. Vegas. He doesn't want to. But it, and uh, you know, I do think I do think that there is a bit of a uh, conflicting interest when you are having fights in the biggest gambling town in the world. You know what I mean? But but, but here yeah. but here's what I will say. Here's what I will say um, about. Uh, Here's what I will say about Dana White, and this is one of the reasons I respect Dana White. I mean, aside from his – obviously, he's, he's, a, he's an awesome businessman, but he loves MMA as much as any other fan. Yeah. So he gets emotional. He gets emotional about it. You know what I mean? And, and he thinks this guy won. He's going he's gonna to say it. Even when he's speaking against George St. Pierre, who is his biggest pay-per-view yes. Draw right, right. like in history, like GSP is the biggest money maker he's ever had, and he he'll still come out and say, "Look, man, he lost that fight." You yeah. know, so I do respect that. But mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Cole. So you were on, and I mentioned this. Well, we're the, talking the, about the judging in the MMA, yeah, right? J- judging, yeah. And there's some issues with the way that the scoring just generally is, and what it doesn't take Agreed. into account. And you've mentioned some of that by looking at a guy at the end of the fight. How many times was he punched in the face? Yeah, you know what, man? Everybody has an opinion on how judges 
can be changed for the better, right? Mm-hmm. Or how the judging, the state of judging can be changed for the better. Now, Cole, you were on like the wrong side of a judge's decision. Worse, in my opinion, than uh, the Johnny Hendricks GSP. Like, you obviously beat Manny Gamburian. You were fine. You texted me a picture of your face right after the fight. You looked like you were stepping out of the shower. He had to get put in a wheelchair and taken to the hospital immediately after the fight. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Re- real quick, for the casual listener, a lot of stuff went down early in the fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. For the, for the local Chicago listeners here that, that don't necessarily... So, so Cole, do me a favor. Um, tell me about that fight with Manny. Like, not just the judge's decision, but the, uh, the controversy at the end of the first round and just the officiating in general. Uh, well, yeah, I was controlling the, uh, you know, the pace of the fight with the footwork. I was holding the center of the cage. Um, I was landing all the, all the jabs, all the significant strikes I was landing. And I, I don't even think I got hit, um, that round at all. Uh, he got a takedown with, um, I don't know, about the three and a half minutes in and he had ground control for maybe one minute control. Um, it was in, definitely- in my guard, in, in, in my guard, not half guard, not side mount, not mount. He was, he was in my guard, in control, up against the fence, not just holding me. We were, we were fighting. I was fighting to get back up to my feet. And eventually with about, you know, I don't know, uh, 10 seconds left, I did get back up to my feet. So, you know, or maybe it was 20 seconds. And uh, we were fighting on the cage. He was still trying to get me back to the ground. And I was scoring, um, I was scoring some knees, um, some pretty punishing knees. And he got to a position where he was trying to take me down. And uh, I defended the takedown. I turned toward my side, and I dropped two, two elbows, real solid, right on the, um, the side of his head, you know, where his, uh, where his ear is. Uh-huh. And the, the last elbow hit him, and then immediately after, uh, after the blow, not the same time as the blow, that there was no room for speculation of when the blow occurred. That wasn't even an issue. It was okay. after my blow, after the blow, the, the bell went off, and he collapsed to the ground. Now, we were, the awkward thing was, was we were in my corner, okay? So, my, uh, my opponent wait, 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 hang on, my feet. Do me a favor. Yeah. Back up, because, because you skipped over a little bit, like, um, I'm watching the fight, I see you hit the elbows, and then Manny drops, right? Right, he drops, and, and the buzzer goes off, and he's just sitting there. So, I'm, I'll reach down, I'm holding his armpit. And he's on his knees, and he's just sitting there. And I'm looking at the ref, and the ref's looking back at me, and I'm looking down at me again, and thinking, man, somebody needs to do something with this guy. And so I'm like, all right, all right buddy, you're all right. Because so, he can't do that. He can't sit in my corner. He can't be collapsed at my feet in my corner during my rest time in between rounds. He has to go to one of two places, a neutral corner, if the ref tells him to go to a neutral corner, or in that situation between rounds, he has to go back to his corner. If he cannot make it back to his own corner, then he is unfit to continue. Right. So, but let me ask you a question. Why, like, uh, like you're saying, you're saying you dropped him with the elbows, right? He's laying in your corner. You're holding him under the armpit. Why not just walk away with your hands up? Well, if the uh, referee had made some sort of indication as to what had happened, then maybe I would have done that. The fight, the fight, the bottom line is the fight wasn't over. The referee failed to make a call and uh, do anything. He's just looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and he's looking at Manny, and I'm looking at Manny, and Manny's holding the back of his head in an illegal area, 
um, you know, I, if, yeah. if uh, Elohim said, hey, um, the fight's over, and wave his hands, I would, I would have thrown my hands up. So they gave him w- way more time than, than is normal for a recovery. And meanwhile, I don't know what this guy's hygiene is, but you're trying to get some fresh air there and recover, and this guy's laying there like a mope. Thanks, Archie. And his quorum come in when the quorum are not even allowed to be in there until the doctor uh, renders aid to the injured fighter. And both of his quorum too, when only one is allowed in the cage, period, both come in and are helping him in my corner. His quorum can hear the instructions of my quorum to me during my rest uh-huh. period. And, so, and he, he gets oh, an, a minute extra of rest time. The rules say if a fighter cannot, um, you know, if he's uh, unfit to continue after the one-minute rest period, then the fight must be stopped by the referee. Uh, a minute and a half goes by, roughly, when the doctor finally comes in, does a 45-second checkup, and about two minutes and ten seconds in, the fight gets back started back up when it's supposed to get started at one minute. Now, Jeez. where's this referee from? Is he is he an American or where do they get this guy? He, you know what? He's a good referee, but if you if you listen to the other things I'm talking about, like he's going to deal with these cornermen that are in places that they shouldn't even be in, you know. And uh, there's a cut man that's touching him. He's dealing with physicians and cornermen that have no right to be where they're at, all tr- while trying to get the injured fighter back to his corner where he should. So be. he's losing control. He's losing control because there's eight different rules being broken all at once. Does he not know the rules? or I, I mean, that's the part I'm, I'm failing to understand. Does well, he not understand the, the rules? No, he knows the rules. The problem is, is all of that happened, and there was no way for him to get control. The fight should have been stopped, bottom line. Right. Yeah. But, but he gets to, you know, the fight does get started back up. Here, here's what bothers me most is that, the elbows were not deemed illegal, but they were treated as illegal. Um, in fact, the, the referee told me they were legal. The referee had to say illegal for them to be deemed illegal. And, so and he came to you. He came to you and said that was legal. No, no right. infraction. Right. So, so he's getting extra time. And what's even worse is the judges gave him that round. If you saw a fighter. Uh, like myself, controlling all footwork in the fight, wow. hitting all these punches, not getting hit, and then I dropped my opponent. Yes. And two judges, two judges still gave him the first round. That should have been all, a 10 8 you. For, that round goes to you. And, yeah. and I've read, I didn't get to watch the fight myself. I know Cliff did. But I read that you, you uh, on the ground, you had a lot of ground control and a lot of strikes from the ground, if I remember reading correctly. Yeah. And this right. is all beside I was getting some land, right? Yeah, this is besides the point that you probably won the fight anyway, even without the the ending of the fight. Am, am I correct on that, Cliff? Right. You know what? Yeah, every, like, every major every, every major media site and what you call the play by play, so they're actually scoring it as the fight is happening. Like four major sites all said that I won not just the fight, but I won every round. And Dana White and Lorenzo Fertitta told me after the fight that it should have never even gone that far. It should have been stopped. Wow. So you're in the fight and you get near the end of it and you're 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 happy. I'm sure you're happy with how it went. You, you thought you thought you had it, but then the reassurance from all of these sites telling you, "Hey, you, you had the fight." That's why you you put the the appeal in, and and you appealed. Oh this yeah, and, I, because and, I heard everybody else saying stuff, and I, and like after after the fight, you still don't know. And then when you go back and you look at the footage, you're like, "Wow, man, I, there was really a lot of wrong things happening here." 
and I got the raw end of that deal. So I, I filed an appeal with Massachusetts. Um, it took them over a month to make any kind of a, a decision. Word, word um, came in. Word came in yesterday, was it? Uh, a few days ago. Um, okay. And, and uh, you know, they, they posted what's called the minutes, which is like where they document, you know, what, what, what's been uh, accomplished and said at their meetings on the uh, Massachusetts, uh, you know, um, state. Hey, hey, you know, and you, were, you, you weren't involved in that meeting, obviously, right? Well, well not that one, but I did. I, I, I don't have to be. That's just their ruling. I, ha- I had been involved. I had uh, written them a formal letter, and I already had had a formal uh, phone conference with um, the commissioners uh, stating not just the things that I'd already indicated in the e- email, but a, f- a few other things, um, you know, uh, that, uh, that were, were, you know, extra that I didn't include in the email that were wrong with what happened with the fight and some comparisons to some other uh, decisions that they had uh, already made in the past with uh, some similar circumstances. So, and let me ask you a question. So, like, because you're the one filing the appeal, is it like, um, is it just you and the commission, or is Manny involved also? Uh, Manny's only involved if he wants to be. He is allowed. To, he was allowed to be involved. He, you know, he was not. Um, you know, you know, they, you, and, they, you and Manny know each other. Yeah, he was on the ultimate fighter with me. Cool guys. He's fine. Oh, yeah, we don't right. hate. We don't hate each other. You know, but we're not best friends. You know, we fought obviously. So, um, right. But. But they, he, was, he was not involved, but he, he could have been if he wanted to be or if they needed him to be, like they needed uh, his perspective on the issue, which, which was not required. Yeah. And who are you appealing to? Like you, you said the, the state? The, is... the, the State Athletic Commission. I, I'm appealing to the, the, five, the five commissioners that are on the board, not the judges. The judges have nothing. To, the judges are, are uh, paid independently to judge the fight by the state. They are on the commission. But they are not the commission. They are not the commissioners. They are judges. And, this and, is. I'm a, I'm a and the guys on the board. Who are they? Are they just politicians? Are they? I mean, are they elected officials? Where do they come from? They are appointed officials. Appointed by the governor. Um, they are appointed by uh, somebody within the governor's office. Okay, so I mean, he can appoint. He can appoint his wife's best friend's husband. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous that there's, there's not that control that, you know, you, you, I don't know. Yeah, you know, no, I do agree. You, I, I you're, your, well, you're putting people that potentially know nothing about martial arts, much less mixed martial arts, much less the sport of UFC in a position to essentially control fighters' paychecks. Right. It's lively. Well, I just wanted to point, I just wanted to point something out. If anyone is interested, you can go to my uh, website, ColeMillerMMA.com. I put up a majority of the, the formal letter that I did send Massachusetts stating the eight rules that were violated. Um, I read that too. And, and I wanted to point out also, a, a good friend brought something up to me. He said, if they were trying to charge you for breaking a rule, the evidence would have been considered overwhelming. And the, and the way they looked at it was that it was inconclusive. So if they were trying to charge you with breaking a rule, the, the evidence would have been overwhelming to put me away, you know, or to go against me. But the fact that I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to get something where I was wrong, I, I showed eight rules that were broken in that one minute or what was supposed to be a one-minute period, and they said that that was inconclusive. That's crazy. Cole, I, I want to talk about some good stuff coming up. I know that you are making a return to your home state 
uh, yeah. your home state of Georgia. That fight's coming up uh, in January, right? January 15th. January 15th. Uh, what, uh, what would you like to say about that upcoming fight? Um, just that, you know, I'm really excited to finally get uh, to go back to Georgia and fight. I haven't fought um, there since 2006. So it's going to be, a, you know, a nice little coming home party. I'm really excited to, uh, you know, fight my opponent, Sam Cecilia, tough guy. Uh, really tough better. guy, man. Good fight. Good fight. I like yeah. I, I'm excited for that fight. He uh, he just yeah. recently got his uh, first win. Uh, he had lost a couple fights in a row, and he he uh, he ended that skid with a win. Yeah, yeah. He um he came in and he's, he'd won his UFC debut, and then he lost two in a row, and then he uh, he just got another brutal victory actually the other day in Brazil. So you know he's coming he's coming off some momentum, off some quick fight. So I know he feels confident, especially in his punching power. And, uh, well, you know, I'm excited to work hard, and I'm excited to go home. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great to hear. I'm, I'm glad you have that coming up. He's not British, so I don't know how much, how seriously you're going to take this one. I, I know you, you restarted yeah, the yeah, revolution there. That's right. So, uh, I look forward to seeing that fight coming up. Hey, Cole, I got um, – so so here here's my question to you, man. The one thing that all four of us have agreed on and the majority of the world – agrees on including the president of the ufc judging the judging is wrong right like like something that's correct fixed right it's broken judging in mma right. is broken right right so how do we fix it well i've got a couple different ways uh to uh, fix it you can keep the people that keep getting appointed that are on this good old boy system where it's like they're just hiring family members and friends. They're within the state commission. You can, you can let them keep their jobs, but you have to educate them. They have to be now uh, nationally certified through some sort of independent um, judging body where they have to take a judge's course that is done for all judges um, nationwide and all the states that regulate mixed martial arts. That would be one way to, to do it. Another way where we just got to let these people die and when, uh, you know, the generation before me where those fighters are become judges, and uh, there are some of them that do judge, but we're talking about on a more massive scale, then, uh, then um, you know, that's when judging is going to take another, another turn. Also, you can keep the 10-point system. Everyone's saying, oh, the 10-point system, this and that, that it, that's where it's flawed. No, it's still with the judges. Most of these judges don't even know that they could give a 10-10 round, a round that is a draw, or that they could give a 10-8 round, you know, uh, in a round where it, it's uh, extremely dominant or one-sided for, for one fighter. Or you could give a half-point system um, that, you know, delineates what points are given for and how this should be scored. I'm telling you, most judges don't even know what they're scoring. They really have no clue what they're looking at. They're boxing judges, and they're not even qualified to be uh, judging boxing, you know? Ask ask how many of them spent any kind of time in a gym. You know what? Enough, enough. I got the solution. This is how we're going to fix this problem. It's real simple. You give these judges a rule book, and then you set this rule. If they mess up, they then have to fight the fighter who messed him up. And if that fighter wins said fight, 
they get their women, their daughters you and their wives. Wow. <laughs> Immediately, these people will know these books back and forth. And by the way, I'm writing a letter to the governor of Massachusetts about this Duval Patrick. He, is, he, just, he just showed me the link. I'm yeah. writing a letter to the mayor of Toronto. That's what I'm getting at. He should be in charge of this stuff. Cole, we got to get right back down to the bottoms of it. Um, and thank you so much for being on the show tonight. We appreciate everything that we've discussed so far. But the last time that you were here in studio with us, uh, well, you're going to be back in town here December 15th. We're going to talk about Budan Jiu-Jitsu. Cole's in. Tell me about it real quick, but then i got to ask my question. All right, uh, just real quick. So listen, Cole's going to be in town December 15th. He's coming in town to uh, basically give a seminar. If you guys enjoy what you see in the UFC, want to learn a little bit, and uh, have a good time, meet some new people. Uh, he's going to be in town giving a seminar in Evanston, Illinois, Budan Jiu-Jitsu, uh, December 15th. Um, you can buy tickets at BudanBJJ.com. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, you can, can you like, spell Budan for the people? Of B-U-D-A-N. B-U-D-A-N. Just, it's as phonetical as it can be. B-U-D-A-N. Budan. So, uh, yeah, you guys pick up some tickets, come out. Uh, oh, Actually, real quick, I have something for your podcast listeners. Yeah, cool. Oh, um, enter the code podcast and you get ten percent off. So wow, oh, wow it, cool. So uh, it's seventy five full price for a three hour session with Cole Miller from the UFC, and ten uh, percent off with the promo code podcast. Cole, I got to ask you your your uh, thoughts real quick on heading up to Evanston, Illinois, for that uh for that seminar. Yeah, I'm really excited. The uh, seminar is specifically going to be over um, uh, the half card, and we are going to be doing Gi Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well as uh, no Gi or, or mixed martial arts, you know, half card for mixed martial arts. So um, I'm going to be going over several different techniques, everything you want to learn from how to get back up to the feet, how to sweep your opponent, and uh, how to submit your opponent. All right. And, again, you can find that at uh, budanjujitsu.com. Uh, yeah, budanbjj.com. All right, cool. That sounds good. You can follow him at Budan Jiu Jitsu on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. I need followers, man. Twitter is killing my Please ego. Follow him. Uh, <laughs> December 15th, as they've talked about. Uh, Cole, my question was the last time you were in here, we were talking about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that was rumored. This has been a while now, oh, and you man, had promised a that. Donatella. I was I was getting a little worked up. I wanted to know what do you know the latest on any of that? Well, I heard that they uh I heard that they scrapped it and they pushed the release date way back and they went back and uh Donatello will actually be um back in. There was a, a huge uh fan uproar and outcry to uh Amen. fix that. <laughs> the people have and, spoken. Um, yeah, it was pretty much just like that. So you know what the people had spoken as happy as 12-year-old Clark is about this decision, uh, 34-year-old Clark wants a Donatella. I want a Donatella. <laughs> you know what? If the fans could get that overturned, I think they should be able to get your fight overturned, you know? They should have those guys step up. I will say, man, like, uh, I try to watch fights objectively, you know? And, um, yeah, I know Cole. He's a friend of mine. But watching that fight, I was so excited he won. I had my arms raised. I was like, this is... This is an easy decision. This isn't a hard decision. Cole beat the dude up. Uh, well, that's not quite how it ended, though. No, it's not. Oh, that was the other fight. You were talking about the most recent one that he won. Oh, no, 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 no. I was talking about the other fight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was, I was convinced he had won. I was convinced. 
I was like clapping like during the judges, and then they said it. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, hey, Cole, thank yeah, you so much for coming in tonight, man. We really do appreciate it. No problem. I can't wait to uh, see you guys when I get back in town. We'll see you here on the uh, the second uh, there. Couple two three weeks into December. Couple, couple three weeks, yeah. <laughs> from now, actually. So. Oh yeah. Cool. Thanks so much, brother. Have a good night. All right. Awesome. I'll talk to you guys later. Yes, Take care, Carl. Thanks. In fact, he's, we really feel comfortable oh. with him in three positions. Hang on. Wait, I got it. I got it. You got your thing. It's the Larcher Lord Sports guy. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Been a pleasure. Yeah. I learned a lot. You know, this corruption. I mean, it sounds like the, the, the city of Chicago is, is judging these fights. You know what, though? There is corruption, but how do you stop it? Like, there's always going to be. You Whether got, it's the UFC putting judges in, in, in the seats or um, the athletic commission, somebody has something to gain from a certain fighter winning. But that's, least, and that's going to lead to corruption. Yeah. But that's, do you trust Dana White? No, of course not. You don't trust him to he, run an organization properly? Oh, do I trust him to run the UFC? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. His track record is pretty good so far. So let I me... saw a hilarious picture of him um, giving a seminar at the UFC headquarters to his employees, and it's a picture of him standing in front of a, a picture of the globe, and it literally says world domination across the Wow. Top. Like, I, I think he's great. Like, I think he's taking the sport to but new places. he wants places. to take over the world. With the UFC. Yeah. He wants the UFC in every country in the world. Then let him control his own Let him do it. Let him roll with it. He's done an awesome job so far, you know? Um, And if he screws up, they'll boot his ass out. Does he own it or? No, he's the general manager. Huh. Um, The Fertitta brothers in in Las Vegas actually own it. Well, as long as the Fertittos aren't uh, touching the thing, you know? Oh, man. You know what, though? not leaving. No, no, no. Dana White's not going anywhere. He's the face. But the hardcore fan knows the Fertittas. Now, let me ask you a question. The Fertittas are in Las Vegas. They own Las Vegas hotels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their biggest pay-per-view buy ever, George St. Pierre, lost a fight because of the Nevada judges sanctioned under the Nevada uh, yeah. Athletic Commission, yeah. uh, under the NASC. So, and the Fertittas are... Nevada residents, like, does that seem a little fishy? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, Dana no. White is over there, like, saying, no, it's no way, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't own the UFC. The Fertitas do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah. about these Fertitas. Um, there you go. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's messed up. We're going to so. sneak our way into the overtime here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we're still on the live show right now. Wow. On Blog Talk Radio. we got a couple, you know, a minute left or so. It's Blog Talk Radio. Guys, listening on the podcast, you can listen every single Wednesday night live. You can listen to us live at 8.30 every Wednesday night on Blog Talk Radio. On the podcast, it's iTunes. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. That's my favorite way to do it. Why? Huh? Why? Because I'm lazy and it's easy. Oh, that works. So, you know, it gets the job done. Uh, in the overtime, we have to real quick talk about Larcher versus Lawrenson versus Lauren. I'll tell you about last week's, and then we're going to make the picks for next week. Okay. Right after the show. How about that? Do you have the sheets? What's that? Do you have the sheets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we didn't do our picks. All right. No, we don't have Well, this was a very picks. special UFC edition. I enjoyed it. Of the Larcher and Lawrenson uh, podcast. We, we didn't even really talk football tonight. Holy God. Oh, we didn't talk McCown Color 
I'll hey, t- <laughs> clip from Boudin Jiu Jitsu. Budon Jiu-Jitsu.com. Get into it. Budon? BudonJiu-Jitsu.com. Also, uh, Budon JJ, right? BudonBJJ.com. And then also, if you're on Facebook, Budon Jiu-Jitsu. Twitter, at Budon Jiu-Jitsu. B-U-D-A-N. Sign up for the seminar, or just come out and see us, and uh, let's fight. Now, you, you picked this name? Yeah. Like, you came up with the name? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, here, here's an open I invitation. Like a lot. Open invitation. Yeah. You want to get choked out? You know, you come see me in Evanston, right. 823 Budon Jiu-Jitsu. Can you teach me how to choke Clark out? I can. All right. All I'm right. in. We can choke him unconscious right now. Should we do the Scotty versus Buckets right now? Could we? Could we? They're listening. Thanks for listening to the live show. Have a good night. Stay tuned for the overtime. Cliff is going to choke out Clark live on the air. We're going to go Scotty and Buckets on this. No, no. I think I, I want to see you choked out right now. That would be ratings. Is he training me? Is he training you? No training. No. We just want to see you choked out. No, you and Do me. you want to choke him out or you want me to do it? I think you should. I'd let a professional. I don't, I don't need any lawsuits. I don't think you should choke anyone out. I'm an amateur. Here's I, the thing. I have this recent medical condition. Uh-huh. Uh... I got a plate in the kitchen. Don't be scared, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very gentle. And Cliff, have I? I might. You might not have choked me out in the history. Like, there's a couple of guys who have been choked out. Yeah. Who asked for it? I did not. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's quick. It's three seconds. You're gonna wake up feeling awesome. Really? Yeah. Isn't Absolutely. That doesn't sound too bad. I might. Uh, yeah. Are you in? Why not? <laughs> One of these weeks, I think we maybe we should set that up next time uh, Cole's in town. Maybe you could choke me out live on the air. Yeah, for sure. And then I'll wake yeah. up after the segment. We'll yeah. be ready to go. I like it. There you I go. like it. I'm in. Um, I, we're in the overtime. It is official. Officially overtime on the Larcher and Larson Sports Show. Cliff, it's, it's always a pleasure getting you in here. No, I love coming here. I think we did a fine. I think it was Gentlemen, fine. congratulations on almost killing this Evan Williams bottle. Yeah. yeah. Extra age. And I didn't even have a drop. Yeah. No. Funny. Of course not. I'm a half sober as a UFC judge. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Nice. You, you, you know, I actually know a few a few of the judges for the NFC or for the UFC personally. Like I am I know a couple personally. Yeah. And they're stand up guys and this is a thing. Like I'm not gonna name names, but I do know Man, they're not they're not corrupt. Like I don't think they would take a bribe. Yeah. Like even if the US UFC but honestly, Employed how much are these them. guys making? Or probably. What? How much are these guys making? Not much. Nothing. Okay. So nothing. If you're making nothing and someone's like, hey, dude, I'll give you a car. Bro, these, these, no, no, no. These guys have day jobs. Like, yeah. These guys have other things that they do, and if the UFC comes to their state, then sure. they judge it. So, you know, they have, they have jobs, other jobs, like, uh, you know, typical, most, typical stuff, day jobs. Most NFL referees are lawyers. That's their really? day job. Yeah. The majority of them are lawyers. And that, that's a great system to have, you know, where somebody's making good money, they're smart, they know rules. And they don't need supplemental income. Right, exactly. And I think in the NFL... They're officials because they love the NFL. And I think in, in the NFL, one of the rules is in order to be a referee, you had to have played at least college football. So, it just, I mean, it's just some things they, I think the UFC... In order to evolve to the next level, I think that's they have to straighten this out. This has to be yeah. done. Yeah. It's, it, no, it's hurting the sport. I do agree. And I don't want to get political, but, you know, the governor of uh, Massachusetts, yeah. he's a Democrat from Chicago, Illinois. 
Oh. He's an Obama guy, and you know I, I don't you know I don't think this has anything to do with that. And we're but... back. Welcome to the Larcher and Larson <laughs> Sports Show uh, podcast <laughs> version, which you must be listening to at this point. This is only for you, the podcast listener on mm-hmm. Stitcher Radio. God damn, you are lucky. Or under the on-demand function under the Larcher and Larson Sports page on uh, Blog Talk Radio. That's how it is. Uh, Larger versus Lawrence versus Lauren Pickums. I won last week. Last week, did you cheat? No, I haven't looked. I just know. Wait, I wait, won. What, what, what are we doing? We're picking. Third, uh, last last week's it's uh, it's the the NFL and it's confidence picks. We haven't made our picks for next week There's yet. But thirteen we're games. In the middle. Game confidence picks. Thirteen yeah, games in the week. What's that? Like thirteen games in the week. The game you're most confident, you would put thirteen points on. The game you're least confident, you'd put one point on. So you're trying to get a total. So we've been doing this the whole season, the whole football season. Uh, Next week's week 12. This last week, week 11, Lauren so far has won four weeks. Okay. We don't Do you have the sheet? Clark has won two weeks, and Al has won two. No, Clark's won three, and okay. you've won. We don't need to get into the specific question. Does, does Lauren watch football or follow football more or less than you, less, than you guys? Less. Less. She's winning. She's winning. So Cliff, she's winning. Deductive reasoning would tell me that I could, I could totally take this thing. I can take it. Give me a sheet. I want well, to make some picks. Look at this. This guy's all competitive. I can make some picks. There's a competition. He's in. Right. Here's what we do. We, we won't fill them out on air, but right after we go off off the podcast air, we'll fill them out because the right. next week we announce the winner. I can happily announce. No, not. What do, if I, what do I get if I, I win? I can announce week 11's winners. Uh-huh. Currently, it, it's four to my three to your two, with the other one going to Chad, who won the other one. Okay. Can we get to me okay. winning? Yeah, you For, won. You yes. won. Woo! Lauren, I told you I got. Lauren I had the NFC. I was in second, and you took first this week. Thank you. Yeah, I did that while eating while eating the uh, the turkey burger with no bun. That's because you gave me you floor. gave me crap yeah. last week when I took both the Packers, the Vikings, and the Lions to lose, and all three lost. Yeah, but if I had them right in front of my face, I could pick out. There were a couple really dumb moves you made. No, that made it close. No, all right, wait, 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 wait. Can I interject? I yeah, all please. I'm saying is, give me a sheet of paper. After the podcast, I'll beat yeah. both of you. Okay, you're matter. right. Yeah, you're right. Cliff here has announced it first, and here's the thing: didn't I beat both you guys in fantasy MMA? And don't doesn't is it you oh, that owes no, me a dinner? I don't. I know that hasn't been close. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm pretty it's you. Sure you know what? I bought you. I bought it's, you. I'm pretty sure it's Al. You right. owe me dinner. All right, I'll buy you a dinner. Trader Todd's anytime you want. You just let me know. I'll Al double or nothing on uh, next week's games. Al, All right, Al and, I, Al and I have a steak dinner on the line. If I lose next week, you could choke Clark out. No, that's not how this what? works. Cliff's gonna oh, train us. Oh, I like that. We're, we're going to go Buckets and Scotty on this. Cliff is, Cliff is going to train us, and we're going to fight a UFC fight. No, how about this? How about, how about I train Buckets and Scotty, and then you guys, I train you guys also, but you guys corner them. Then you have a little, like... We oh, turn on that. I do, you like... Have, no, you, no, you we're the corner them. We're the corner. So, you, you corner I, Scott. You corner Buckets. Oh, you're in the, the corner. Of the fight, I you turn tell them what I to do. Yeah. It's great. Why do I get no. stuck with Buckets? Why do I get stuck with Scoot? Don't, wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute. Buckets is actually training yeah, with you. Don't, yes. Don't yeah, shoot yeah. it. I got All right, it's fine. Our money's on Buckets. Right. I'm going to go I love it. However, listen. Do not do this, Larger. Listen, I got to tell you guys right now, um, Buckets has been training. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's got his butt kicked by Scott for for so long. For a couple of years now. It's almost like an older brother complex. Yeah. And okay. Scott's like Scott's like ahead of him in the employee <laughs> food chain. 
And, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like Scott has this older brother thing. Yeah. But technically speaking. Oh, so little brother might be big brother. But the theme of the show hey, is big. Like okay, that's that's the like, one thing we learned today. Beat up your point, dad. You yeah. have to sit here and beat up your dad. Yeah, I'm not a little yes. bitch anymore. But, that's, yeah, no, that's. Here's what we do. That's how it is. We'll that's schedule those two in a fight. We'll be the corner, man. And then they'll be like two rounds in and they'll be all tired and we'll get in the ring. And then we'll just hit them both with chairs and take over. So Mike Tag Team Champion, Mike 2014, Mike, I'm calling it. My conclusion to all of this is mm-hmm. that we just haven't hit that point yet where we can tell our sons that they can beat us. When am I going to get your It's going to happen to all of us, whether we have sons or not. Sons or not. We're all going to get to that point where they sons, can beat us. Sons, not. We're still at the age where we're not there. We can no longer compete in your day-to-day sport, such as kickball. Yeah. Just, you, you can't compete in it. When's your, when, when am I getting in the octagon with your dad, Jerry? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got I, I to tell you. Don't mess with Jerry. I do have to tell you. You know what? I welcome that day. Yeah. Because guess what? You can pass it on. I guess what, man? When it, when it happens, it's time. But to your detriment, you're going to have to earn it. Like, I'm not going to lay down for anybody, no. especially my kids. But one day your daughter's going to kick your ass. So when my daughter is ready to try to pass my guard... And we're yeah. we're starting to get into it. I'm just going to no, stop the moment. face. Yep. I see you like as an old man. I see you as like uh, Clint Eastwood and Grand Torino. That's the kind of old man <laughs> you I could, you're going to be. I'm racist. Well, no. no I'm racist. No, you just, you're going to be like, said. damn kids. Yeah. This guy just called me racist. No, no, no. But no, I, I could totally see his disposition. I kind of want to be that guy tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I can't I think of be anything could. better than waking up, going out to your porch, having a beer, and judging people. Yeah. I think that sounds awesome. Bitch, not having to work. We're just going to go out and judge people. God, judging is great, man. I wish, how do I? I need to, I need to talk to Governor, uh, what's this guy's name, our governor, Pat, Pat Quinn. I'm going to call Quinn up tomorrow and be like, Quinny, why don't you sign me up and put me on the athletic board for Illinois? You Maybe, have to get a certification. I do know that. Okay, what is that, 10 bucks? Just give it to the state. Call up Jesse White, send him 10 bucks, and your, your state board uh, certified. That's all it is, is a tax. Wow. Heck of a show tonight, fellas. Thank you. Just call me Judge Larcher from now on, please. Judge Larcher. Judge Larcher. And Lawrence. Thank you guys very much, guys. Live every Wednesday night at 830 on Blog Talk Radio. We are Larcher. We are Lawrence. Lawrence is a little better than Larcher. Yeah, sure. If it wasn't alphabetical, it'd be the other way around. Who's a judge here, Clark? Huh? Who's a judge? Future judge. Future. Future judge. I would object to your judge. Let's not go into the details here, I have an appeal. I have an appeal. Appeal appeal to my superiority. You see where the appeal got Cole? Yeah. Yeah, nowhere. Good luck with that. I I would still like to thank Cole a lot, and I think you would too, guys. Cole Miller. No, uh, I don't. Cole Miller, ATT on Twitter. It was really nice to have him on, Cliff. It was great to have you on tonight. Thank you, man. Always good to be here. But Donatello is still the best turtle. But it'd be nice to see a Donatello. I like Michelangelo, man. Yeah, well. You know, I know a lot of people are into Raphael, yeah. but he's a little emotional for me. Yeah. You know, he's like a woman. He's a bitch. He's like a woman. He, he, he got bitchy at points. Pizza not... dude got 30 seconds. Huh? Yeah, that was a reference from TMNT1. Wow. Michelangelo is waiting for a pizza delivery. Although I'm a big fan of the secret in you. I am. How can you not? Vanilla ice? Shredder, like, took took the ooze at the end. He you, was all roided out. You couldn't get me into the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So you couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Wasn't Diesel? Oh, that was the time, the, the time traveling one. Wasn't Diesel yeah. Shredder? Who? Big Daddy Cool Diesel? 
uh, a wrestler. Wrestling in a later one? No, I think he was like one of the original Shredders. Uh, uh, wow. Shredder was never big in the original. No, that brings a maybe in two. Because the U's made everyone get bigger. Even remember when he got big Shredder, big. That, that's what Shredder? I'm saying. He was like he was like roided out Shredder. He was yeah. he was scary. But his power got to his head. Yeah, that happens. That does happen. That's, that's what's right? going on. That's yeah. again. I'm going back to nature's way of dying. We'll be back to Bears out. next week. Uh, Jay Cutler is probably who we're going to be start talking about next Wednesday, Al, because he's probably going to be named starter for the following game against Minnesota. And it looks like we might be getting that defensive tackle. Is Rackliff going to be back to Minnesota? Wants Minnesota, and then the yeah, week after that's Dallas. He's not going to miss that. What do you think, Bears? No, Bears or Minnesota? Oh, Bears will beat Minnesota. Yeah, we got, we got the Rams. I'm just taking notes for our picks. Be quite honest. Yeah. Well, it's Bears against Rams, and I think you can take the Bears there too. Bears will win the next two. I don't know. That's you're being honest. Now you know my game. Have a good night. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, yeah. breaking news? Well, I, I got the diesel answer here, because God knows that's what people tuned into the show for. Uh, Kevin Nash, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, was Shredder. Wow, Diesel, so Diesel's Big Daddy Cool. I know him. He was uh, NWA. Yeah, yeah. NWO. He was NWO, whatever. NWA. NWO. I think hey, he was yo. Super Shredder. Though. My favorite was Razor Ramon. It's survey time. You're right. Razor, Razor Ramon was the best. Are you here to see WCW? Yeah. Or are you here to see the N-W-A? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, he was Super Shredder in Oz, Secret of, uh, Secret of the Ooze. Are you oh, kidding me? I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that. He's, you he's learned something here. Have a good night. Yeah. Right. Thanks for tuning in. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.